Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad here with your host, Chris Finn, and we have a very special guest today. Uh, For all the listeners, this is actually the first time you are being introduced to the brains behind P4S Golf, the man, the myth, the legend, probably the greatest putter in all of the gym, Bobby Pringle. Bobby, what's up, man? Howdy, Chris. It's just a nice Tuesday morning out here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, Bobby, I know I brought you, I told you we were going to talk about rotary centers and and help everybody kind of understand all the research that we've done to really whittle it down to these kind of four areas, you know, that it doesn't matter if you stretch your hamstrings. That's, it's actually these only four other areas that actually matter. Um, but everybody really wants to hear about your putting is what I'm being told from the staff of, I mean, how, how have you become the greatest putter in all of P4S golf? Uh, dedicated, consistent practice, Chris, <laughs> and lots of data collection. <laughs> so, so I say that in jest. Bobby's not the best putter here, but I'm you're, you're... getting to scratch strokes gained. Okay, we're, we're getting, getting there. there. And and as I think one of the reasons I love you, Bobby, and one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on to talk about the rotary centers with everybody is everything you do is literally the most analytical, data-driven, no emotion whatsoever um, approach. And you've taken that with your putting, obviously, with every drill you do has a statistical percentage reason that it's going to help you better than others. Um, Whether the pin is in, the pin is out, you're looking at the hole, you're not looking at the hole. What type of ball you're using, what type of putter you're using, what type of grip. I mean, if you're not assessing, you're just guessing. And nobody has time to do that. Right. If, if we need to go from losing 10 strokes around to scratch, well, it's going to take a lot of time and effort and dedication and data to really get there as quick as possible. hundred well, percent. I think um, as much as I would love to make this about putting, uh, that's neither of our expertise. Um, maybe so let, one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> so let, let's dive into <clears throat> you know, just the genesis of how did we come up with the four rotary centers? 
why do we care about them? Um, let's try not to get too into the data and put too many people asleep who are driving right now. But um, like, how did we arrive at the fact that there are truly only really four things that matter when it comes to mobility for golf? I think it starts with a, a pretty widespread, at least in the world of physical therapy and sport performance uh, concept, and that is categorizing the joints of the human body based on how they move. I'm going to try to keep this as surface as possible so I don't put anybody to sleep, but basically the human body works kind of in alternating ways where one joint really likes to move a lot and then the joint above that doesn't want to move a whole ton. So you've got one joint that's very mobile and then right next to it, you've got one joint that's very stable. All right. So you start with that concept when it comes to working with general people, right? Maybe someone who's got a knee injury, right? But when we can take that one step further, when it comes to golf is you can boil down what really matters to four major areas of the body that rotate. And you can even get more specific to say one way of rotation is more important than the other. So over years of collecting data, I mean, what, it's been five years that we've been doing this and maybe even count some time when I was an intern. Well, if we go back to the origin of par for success, you know, P4S Golf data collection, uh, that was me at the shed with a piece of paper, no inter-rater or intra-rater reliability. And what that basically in a big fancy word means, it was useless. Uh, yeah. It was sad to throw all that away. Let's just say we've thrown out two, three-year iterations, so six years of data collecting that I did before you arrived. So uh, six plus five, I believe is, we're getting about 11 years of data. Yeah. Uh, so a, a lot of data points, right? And our ultimate goal is to get it so that people can focus on the right things and spend their valuable time making sure that they're only working on the things that they need, especially when it comes to golf performance. I think the other thing that we really strive to do is there's a lot of bad misinformation out there. There's a lot of confusing information out there. We want to whittle it down to kind of the most digestible, the simplest, and the most science-backed way to go about things. So, all right, so let's take us through how did we whittle it down? What did we start with in terms of mobility? And how did we end up here? Uh, what, and I guess, where did we end up? What, what didn't we start with, right? Um, when you have someone in person and you've got, you know, an hour, hour and a half with that one person, it's really easy to, to measure literally everything. Um, you know, you can take out your, your goniometer, your degree measuring device, and you could measure, um, you know, how much does their spine bend forwards and backwards? You can measure how much does their hip bend in all these different directions. You can do it actively. You can do it passively with them on a table, me moving them around, Right. And we started, hey, why don't we just measure as much as you possibly can? And then once you get a certain amount of data, you can then start to see what actually matters and then start whittling it down from there. So long story short, we kind of started with everything, right? Just measure yeah, I mean, as much we, as possible. Yeah, I mean, what we started with the entire TPI screen plus a bunch of SFMA, uh, like medical screens. Right. Um yeah. Apologies if you're one of our first people we ever worked with back in the early 2010s. Uh, sorry, because there was a lot of things we put you through that 
now we know it was useless, but you know, you probably um, got a, workout. you were a part of the journey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got a workout just from going through all of the tests that we wanted to do. Right. Uh, but over time you can start to see, Hey, this is what is actually important when you look at a couple of key things. So that was, you know, swinging the club faster. Um, that's also staying healthy while you do it. And then uh, we're still trying to figure out the best way to go about kind of subjectively, objectively getting this, but, you know, playing well out on the course, right? Whether that's, you know, tracking strokes gained, like I do on every single shot that I take, whether that's, hey, I wouldn't. We need to interrupt here. <laughs> if you ever get the chance to play golf with Bobby Pringle, it's at least five hours because this dude steps off every single shot. Even like literally you miss a putt and you hit it like two steps past. He's going to put in two steps past. Yep. It's, it's impressive, but, uh, Hey, shout out to Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm still not quite to his level of detail. <laughs> I mean, the guy has binders from when he was five years old. I aspire to do that one day. Um, but <laughs> you know, maybe it's, you, you just went and had a lesson with your swing instructor and, and they're giving you feedback. Hey, we, you've never been able to, have this club path consistently before, right? It's those three kind of things. So, you know, speed, consistency, and, and being pain-free, right? What really matters when it comes to that? Um, one of the other goals we wanted is, you know, we want this to be a quick screening and assessment process, right? We don't want to have people spending hours and hours on things that don't matter. So our goal was, what is the absolute minimum that we can boil this down to to catch 90 to 95% of the problems people are having in their golf swing. And that's where these four rotational centers come into play. And even more so than that, it's specific movements in those rotation centers that we can start to say, this is why you're having these struggles with, you know, speed, consistency, and pain. And so I guess take us through. So we started with obviously like a hundred tests. Now we're down to four. So what are the four and why did, like, what did they show that made you kind of say, Hey guys, I think these are the four that we need to be looking at. Mm -hmm. So let's go through the four. So your, your body has four major areas that like to rotate. So starting from the top, you've got your neck. Some people's necks like to rotate. Others don't, uh, you going down, then kind of have your thoracic spine. Some people might call it your torso you know, kind of commonly it's called your shoulder turn in your golf swing, even though that might not be the right term. Right. And then last you've got, or sorry, you've got your shoulder rotation. That's the kind of last part of your upper body. And then for the lower body, you have your hip rotation. Now, when it comes to the hips and shoulders. And so for everyone listening, since this is audio and you can't see us doing anything, (laughs) right? So neck is like, that's like looking over, checking your blind spot, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. So that's, that's neck rotation. Then if we get to, uh, like thoracic rotation or shoulder turn as it's often called in the golf swing, like on TV, that's like, if you are sitting in a chair and you like just turn or turn around to look behind you, right? Like your, your whole like torso turns around yeah. to, to look right or left basically. Right. Yep. Usually your neck is moving with it. <laughs> um, and then we have shoulder rotation, which is different than what a lot of times in golf we call shoulder turn, right? Shoulder turn is your thoracic rotating your shoulder, your, 
your spine rotating. Mm-hmm. Shoulder turn is like if you watch like a baseball player or shoulder rotation, sorry, is like if you watch a baseball player throw something, right? Right. And their their hand kind of rotates back behind their you know, by their behind their elbow. So we'll see that like when you drop the club down into the slot. Yep. Right. Um, on your trail side. And then the hip rotation, that's like if you are, I guess, in your golf swing, you rotate into your trail leg and you rotate into your lead leg, uh, ideally, yeah. <laughs> if those two things work, um, you know, rotating those ways. So those are the four. Those are what they look like in those four rotary centers, correct? Yes. And, and let's go. I was going to go kind of into the shoulder and the hip specifically, because I think this is where people go wrong a lot of times. Right. So your shoulder can rotate both internally and externally. Externally is going to be like that pitcher whose hand kind of falls behind his body. As or the throws. quarterback for those football fans. Yeah. I, so that is what you're looking for when it comes into the golf swing, right? We have people come in, and, and I just hate when this happens, that have been you know trying to increase their shoulder internal rotation. If you've ever been told you need to do the the sleeper stretch we know that's a, a fan favorite put it to sleep don't, don't ever, work don't ever do that again uh but it, it's also a bummer because you go well you were close you're working on shoulder rotation you're just not working on the right shoulder rotation for golf right same thing with the hips right so many people come in oh i do the figure four stretch right i do a, a pigeon stretch i i try to stretch my piriformis how many times have we heard that it's the most popular muscle that's stretched that can't really be isolated it's impressive right but again we feel bad because it's just a major waste of time like that's not what is important for golf and and it's not anyone's who's doing its fault like it's not golfer's fault it's because there's just so much incorrect information out there which Mm -hmm. um honestly until we started looking and doing the research there wasn't much information that anyone knew was wrong right Right. it's like we're just we're literally now finding out like actually all that stuff doesn't matter right and and again going back to our process getting to these four we we used to test external rotation right we used to put people on their back and get out the measuring device and move their hip around and see how much they had and you know after a few years doing that and running some tests it just really didn't matter for anything um, when it comes to those big three things that golfers care about hundred percent. And I think that's the big thing I want everybody listening, hopefully to kind of like let this smack you in the face and sink in. If you take nothing else from this episode is that other than the four rotary centers, and you correct me if I'm wrong, statistically, I know okay. sometimes you get on me cause I <laughs> say numbers that are not totally right or, you know, but other than those four, there are not, there's not any other mobility tests that we have seen of over 10,000 golfers. Um, that doesn't include the six years of research that got thrown out that I did. Um, you know, but of those 10,000 that have been validated and, you know, accurate between raters, there's no other four tests that have been shown to be statistically uh, significant in terms of correlation or causation in terms of health, hitting the ball further, longevity in the game, mm-hmm. consistency, any of that. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. 
bostonproper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit bostonproper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the data, right? And again, I'm going to try to keep this a little more surface so I don't have you fall asleep while you're out driving or, you know, mowing the lawn or whatever you might be doing listening to this. But this is where we really changed our minds on what tests to do. So we wanted to see how these rotational centers affected people either with their club head speed or if they were in pain right? So one of the things we can do is we can measure you on these four rotational centers. We might get a specific degree for the trunk, for the hip, and for the shoulder. And if you are low on all of those tests, or even one of them. Meaning they cannot, they're like have bad mobility. Yeah. So let's say the hip, right? right. Let's get specific. And just for everyone listening, we do have, we actually have a home assessment. Anybody can take it. It's free. So if if you're listening, you want to pause it and grab it, do it. And 95% of you, he's just, he's going to talk about you right now because 95% of you are going to fail at least one of these tests, which is the other crazy stat. That's pretty cool. But um, anyway, just, you can pretty much guarantee that Bobby is talking about you listening right now. Exactly. So if let's say you only get a few degrees on the hip rotation test, I don't really need to know anything else about you as a golfer you are going to be, I think the number is about 95% more likely to have a really slow club head speed for your age group. And you're about five to six times more likely to report pain while you're playing golf. Okay. So put it even in simpler terms. If your hip rotation sucks, your swing speed's low and you're probably hurting. So you're slow and you hurt. I don't, I mean, not exactly the recipe I think we're looking for for longevity in the game. So yeah, I think, you know, we came up with a fun name, you know, the golf fitness bomb squad. And I really want this to be the big kind of thing that we look at really, you know, shutting off before it explodes. There's so many of you out here that are ticking time bombs and it's because you simply don't have the ability to rotate one of these areas. And when you don't, this is why I'm glad to bring you on is because, I forget the stats of like five to six times more likely to get hurt. Your what was the other? How many times more likely to swing slow? Yeah, you're ninety five percent gonna have a slow swing speed. Right, and that's I mean that's the other piece of the. And we'll talk about this in another episode of how do, how you you can actually we have the data where you can actually compare yourself to other golfers your age mm-hmm. and club head speeds and all these other tests. But um, but that's how we know that if your hip sucks, club head speed's probably gonna suck. Yeah. And if your hip sucks and your club head speed doesn't suck, then you're probably going to get hurt. Exactly. I was just about to make that point, right? You might be, you know, the one in a thousand who has really bad hip rotation and can swing the club really fast. 
but it, you're about to explode, right? You're what we call a ticking time bomb whose body is about to break down if you don't go in and get this fixed. 100%. And we see it at the highest levels too. We, we see literally the fastest players in the world don't have that ability to rotate and magically they show up at our door. Hey, uh, yeah, like, you know, the, the biggest tournaments are coming up in the fall and my body's not working. Can you please save me? Uh, yeah. So I, I think this is one of the coolest things to talk about is, is we've been doing this for a long time now. We've been gathering this data and I think, you know, one of the most validating pieces of information we've gotten is recently we've started working with some of the fastest guys and gals in the world. All right. World long drive people, like not like fast on tour, like 130, kind of cute fast. Right. Like we're talking 160 plus miles an hour. Right. Like I, crazy fast. I love to quote from Sasha McKenzie uh, one time when he was kind of talking about what people consider fast. And, you know, people are like, oh, John Rahm is fast. He's like, no, there are people that are 30, 35, 40 miles an hour faster than John Rahm. That's fast. Right. But again, what kind of, I would say not just kind of, but really validates these four rotary centers concepts is when you take that speed at the highest level, you know, of the game possible. And you look at these players, they're exactly what we would expect them to be, right? The ones who have really fantastic flexibility in these four rotary centers, not only are the fastest, but they're consistently the fastest, right? Um, I was just at an event a couple weeks ago and you know, I was watching the data, right? I was watching every single swing. There was the flight scope on every single swing. It was giving you the ball speed, the club head speed, right? And, you know, just watching guys go through their swing, maybe go through a warm up, if you will. Uh, the guys who really struggled with these four rotary centers, sure. They could hit 158 miles an hour of club head speed, but they only did it once. And that ball was further out of bounds than anything I've ever hit in my life, which is saying something. That's saying a lot, people. I can, I can attest to that. <laughs> and that was the thing that I thought was most validating was that the guys who had the best flexibility were the ones who had the most consistent club head speeds. And they were the ones who most consistently kept the ball in the grid and were able to do well in the tournament. Yeah, and I think that's one of the coolest things that I've loved to kind of started talking about is now we've had, you know, Kyle and some of the fastest guys in here and like seeing them on one side of the gym. And then you got guys, we have another guy, Al is 92 and the other side of the gym and the same principles mm -hmm. apply to him at 92, trying to swing 92 miles an hour as the guys down the other side of the gym, trying to swing 165 miles an hour. Right. And I think that's the coolest thing to me about the rotary centers for everybody listening is, you know, we'll get some people like, Oh, I'm, I'm not good enough for this to apply to me. Like literally, if you are between the ages of 10 and 92 and you swing between the speeds of 80 miles an hour and 165 miles an hour, this applies to you. Yeah. Uh, so I may have missed somebody in there, but I'm pretty sure I got most of you. Um, and I think that's the cool thing for me of understanding the four basic rotary centers is now and this is why we have the home assessment, which we always, you know, we share with everybody for free because we just believe this is so important is to get the right information out there and to get you guys understanding, hey, where do you stand? Where can you get better? Because once you understand, and literally it takes less than five minutes, I think now uh, our beloved marketing Mike 
who handles all our digital stuff. Um, you know, he's got it online now where you can like literally do the test and right then and there, it'll tell you if you passed, failed and what it means and stuff. Yeah. But the cool thing is that when you, you take these four rotary center tests, if you don't do well, which unfortunately nine out of 10 of you will not do well on at least one, um, you know, literally in less than four weeks, I think that's, and that's probably another episode here, um, that we can talk about how do we address the rotary deficits and those sorts of things. Yeah. But literally we see in four to six weeks, most people are, if not all the way better, they're significantly and better improving, mm-hmm. uh, feeling better. And I think that's the coolest thing to me is we get a lot of people who come in and they say, ah, you know, I want to hit the ball further. or My back hurts after I play. Right. And you come in and you're like, you know, hundred bucks is your hip sucks. Yes. Another hundred bucks. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it's kind of like if you ever want to bet on this, guys, it's kind of like going to the casino. We we have the odds. We're, we're, we're pretty good at getting the win. Right. Uh, and that's good for all of you. <laughs> um, but the you know, I think the cool thing is, is that the, you, you can come in, you can address it, you can fix it. And not only do you feel better on the golf course, but I think the coolest things to me, <clears throat> excuse me, are when, you know, somebody comes in, they're like, oh, my God, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel better on the golf course. But like, dude, my grandkid was over and I like got on the ground and I got up again and I could do it again. Or like, you know, I was able to go play golf and I got home and I'm mad at you now because now I was okay. And I had to actually mow the lawn. I couldn't tell my wife that I had to lay on the couch because I couldn't <laughs> move and I was sore. Um, like, but there's, and I say that in jest, but that actually was one guy who did come in and yelled at me because <laughs> he had to not only could he play golf, but he had to then go home and mow the lawn after. <laughs> but it's, you really can see not only the improvements in golf, but also in just day-to-day life. Yeah. I, I think, this concept is great for golf and it's very specific for that. But at the same time, we find that these are areas that just flat out get missed when it comes to regular personal training, uh, regular fitness classes, heck, even regular physical therapists miss this stuff all the time. And so that's where, yes, it is very important for golf, but you know, we kind of think of ourselves as like the the safe keepers of these forgotten movements and these forgotten muscles that just, you know, no one else seems to take care of. That's why we think it's so important to assess where you're at. And, you know, kind of like Chris said, we can probably bet that you're not going to do great the first time you do these tests. And that's a good, and that's not a bad thing. I think that's, yeah. that's a great thing that you now are aware and you can address that problem. And, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll wrap, I'm going to wrap on a story. I think we had a Actually, it's kind of it's kind of two stories in one, but the two really really good players, really young. And we had even the to Bobby's point that not a lot of people are looking at this. Uh, that's why we're trying to get this out there so more people are able to take care of it. Is we had you know some of the top physical guys in the world that all the, the tour guys go to. We had a, a junior player go see one of them, um, and basically was told like, "Hey, your hip's never going to move. It's locked up. Sorry." And the kid had been arthritis. Out for, yeah, he had arthritis. He was how old? Like seventeen years old. Yeah, like. You don't have arthritis 17, guys, unless it's like, you know, anyway, uh, unless most you've times had you don't. serious yeah. accidents or, or something yeah. genetic that's going on. But uh, so he, he comes and flies out. He was I don't know somewhere in the country, flies over. We see him and like within literally like 20 minutes, the kid's hips moving fine. He's able to swing pain free for the first time in months In months. Right. And it was so simple. Um, and unfortunately for him and his dad had to pay for a flight and, but it literally is stuff that you can address just by, you know, doing it yourself, by understanding how to look at it. You know, obviously there's a home assessment there's all those other resources out there, but really hopefully the hope that you guys take from today that 
in less than five minutes, you can see how do you, how are you doing rotationally? What can you do to address that? And I think also then I always tell people like, it's great that you take it once, but every couple of weeks, particularly if you're playing a bunch, you, you surround a, a long airplane ride, <laughs> yeah, retest it because it's going to tighten up on you a little bit. And we'll talk about this more in another episode down the line with Bobby of, of kind of the research on how to get more mobility, how to take care and maintain the, those, those rotary centers. But uh, I think that's, hopefully we've, diffuse some myths here of yeah. all the different tests that you need to do. There's really only four. Uh, and you know, we're, we're, Bobby's really smart. I, I was always the guy in class trying to find the, the quickest way and to do the least amount of work and get by. So this fits right in, uh, to my, uh, <laughs> to my mentality. And I think a lot of golfers mentality is that we don't want to be in the gym more than we need to. The stats back it up, um, statistically, you know, in terms of causation and, and correlation, uh, to performance, to health and to longevity in the game. So, uh, appreciate you guys hanging out with us, Bobby. Thanks so much for being uh, being on the the, the, pod, the pod here, man. I'll be back some other time. All right, guys. Thanks for checking out the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad here, and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 